0: So this is the Self-Development with Tactics. Book. So today we're going to talk about first things first as uh, a book summary by Stephen R. Covey or Covey or however and it is a book summary by the bestbookbits.com site the link is always going to be down in the description so if you want to check it out please check it out and um, yeah it is a little bit of a longer one as you uh, can see by me scrolling through so which means that I'm probably not going to be able to get through it just in one uh, run or in one bit or in one whatever it might be therefore um, yeah there's going to be a probably multiple episodes on that, if it is good. Um, I haven't checked anything about the book. I don't know what the book is all about. I don't know anything. I just only know that it is in the uh, self or personal development section. So I assume that there's going to be some tips regarding that. But but as I said, I just don't know. Uh, <laughs> which may or may not be a good thing, uh, since I am not primed and I can really say what I think about it. And there's also just this whole summary as an Quote unquote audiobook and also as a YouTube video. So just, yeah, check out the link in the description to this article and/or summary, whatever you want to refer to it as, if this makes sense. I don't know. But yeah, I'm going to go ahead with the reading part. From the author that brought you the New York Times bestseller, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, comes a guide to prioritizing your personal and professional goals. Ah, I see. And I mean, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People is very popular and has always been. So I I think it's, well, yeah, that's cool. That's cool. <laughs> I, I just somehow knew that Stephen Covey is just, you know, something or somebody that I kind of know. But yeah, so anyway, I'm getting more done in less time. But where are the rich relationships, the inner peace, the balance, the confidence that I'm doing, what matters most and doing it well? Thus this nagging question haunt you even when you feel you're being your most efficient? If so, first things first can help you understand why we so often prioritize things that are unimportant to both our larger goals and our inner happiness. From the author that brought you the New York Times bestseller, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, comes a guide to building your work on the principles of effectiveness, so that your life can spend cultivating genuine relationships, investing, and pursue your joy and achieving balance in both your personal and also professional life, which is indeed something that's incredibly important, as I've also noticed throughout the days and uh, months and years and stuff. And first things first, Stephen M. R. Covey advocates categorizing tasks by urgency and importance so that you can focus on what actually needs to be done in the limited amount of time that you have. Using personal examples and insight from years of business experience, he argues for a new way of looking at your quote-unquote to-do list. Rather than offering you another clock, First Things First provides you with a compass because where you're headed is more important than how fast you're going. Which I do have to say yes, totally. Um, You can just really crush every single fucking minute of your life and get there very quickly or you can have a little bit more of a quote-unquote pleasant life and it just depends on how you think about things, of course. Um, But it's just going to take you a little bit longer. And it kind of reminds me actually on a story by, I think, Derek Sivers, if I remember correctly. It is a story about riding a bike. And um, he has quite, I think, always or every single just morning or whatever it might have been. uh, I do just see that I have severe issues with performance. So I gotta have to do something about that. I really gotta. Fuck. Yes, I noticed. Yeah, 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 yeah. So the audio is going to be fine anyway, but the video, it's very delayed. Or just, you know, very might be a little bit overdone, but it is definitely delayed. This is something that I can for sure say, but I don't know why. I mean, I f- i don't want to close fucking Photoshop. It's always such a fucked up thing, to be honest. Like, I don't know. It is always such a fucked up thing. Well, I just got to have to do that. And save everything, and do everything, and make everything, and stuff like that. Because I don't want shit to be broken. You know? I don't want anything to be broken. But yeah, pretty interesting. You know, Uh, pretty interesting so far. So far so good. So far so... So so interesting. Can you please fucking shut down, motherfucker? Would be nice would actually be nice because I don't want to have always hello well I hope that it is fine I don't know if it is I kind of have a slight feeling that it is not which is a little bit bothering me by the way but you know anyway maybe it's gonna solve itself then so everyone tends to focus on the things that bring happiness joy and meaning to them and these are called first things with the help of first things first, you will learn how you can balance between critical aspects of your life, and this will ultimately provide you inner peace. Also, you'll learn the reason for your failure while trying to meet your goals and the ways to do to change that. Why is it still. What could I close? What could I shut down? Well, I could actually shut down this thing since it's like. Maybe this is gonna do good. Well, uh, well. anyway, when you do things as quickly as possible, that doesn't mean you have a meaningful life. First, you need to do first things. Let's imagine a, fa- a fairy who gives you the opportunity to do everything 20% faster. Would you accept? Yes, I would. Although most people probably accept it, could they really solve their problems with this? Many of us would accept the offer because it is our first goal to do many things as quickly as possible. This seems like the best way for time management, but it isn't. Unfortunately, making to-do lists and crossing off items as we achieve as we achieve them, I guess, is just a myth which came from self-help books. This kind of thought always uh, allows us to focus only on one side, your commitments, objectives and routines, the things we can call the clock of our lives. On the other hand, it distracts us from values, principles and uh, conscience, which uh, mean the compass of our life. In fact, living a meaningful life is about using the compass of your life to describe the first things that have a long-lasting and positive effect on your happiness, rather than distracting or extracting something from the list. Most people describe the first things as their personal relationships with family and friends, have you ever heard of anyone looking back and wishing they spent more time in the office? As an example, think that you have a good career and work hard for your company so you earn to st- uh, and you earn a top salary, but your age is too old to have children. If your dream is to have a family and you're too late now, your career wasn't really your first things. As long as you are not aware of your first thing, you can make decisions that make you happy in the long run. To conclude, rejecting the fairy's offer seems like a better decision. Instead, you can try to find your first things to give meaning to your life by making those things your priority. And I don't know, like, I do get the whole point. I mean, I have to say, I've been spending just so much time in front of my computer because of the podcast and because of everything that I'm doing. Um, Maybe I'm actually going to regret that someday. Maybe someday I'm going to be like, well, you know, I could have done so much with my friends and I could have done so much with somebody and I could have I could have traveled, I could have done this, I could have done that. But in fact, um, I don't know, like we just make decisions quite. And it is something that Gary V is really big on that, that we don't know. We don't know what this and that and these and those is going to lead to in 20 years. We just don't know. We make decisions based on... What we know now at this fucking point of time. Maybe just 20 seconds twenty seconds afterwards we are going to be just, uh, I don't know, we might be knowing more. This could be the case. But, I mean, decisions are just, yeah, we're doing this at one point at a time. We don't know what's going to be in the future and we don't know what has been in the past. At least, um, well, we know what's been in the past. But, um, but we didn't know what is going to be in the future in the past, if you know what I mean. Like, you know, we are always doing decision and we are always taking decisions and making decisions. and um, But we just don't know the outcome. We can't know. And as long as you are alive, you have probably just done or made some pretty good decisions, you know. Because, I don't know, you could have been dead by now. You could. I could have been dead by now. Just very easily Indeed. And um but by the sake of something I am not I don't know focusing on important uh, focusing on important things rather than urgent ones gives you more while making daily schedules people tend to separate as urgent and important ones such as tends to separate as urgent and important ones such as going to work or visiting family. Unfortunately, the quote-unquote urgent and quote-unquote important things in our lives are not the same. So, when we have to choose one of them, we usually go towards the urgent tasks rather than important tasks. There are several reasons. For instance, in Western societies, the urgency represents a status that a stressful person who has too much work becomes more important for us. In contrast, if a person does not seem stressful, they tend to defend themselves to be perceived as significant. One reason comes from biology. You feel energized and alive because of an adrenaline rush when you have urgent responsibilities. However, when we focus on urgency, we miss the really important issues. For instance, you've been planning a family evening because you haven't spent much time with your family lately, but your boss also wants you to attend a business dinner on the same day. What would you do? Choosing the business dinner and postponing the family night are easier and the first preference for most people. You can postpone the family evening, but such decisions can cause problems in your family related to distrust and disappointment. Such distrust is difficult to fix rather than to prevent. In the long run, important things like spending time with your family provide happiness and they are rarely urgent so it's easier it is easy to ignore however you should also take into account that you may be happy not to attend the meeting of course every situation is not suitable to choose your family but you shouldn't let the urgent thing stop you from doing what is really important the question now is like for some people it's actually going to be the case that they actually want to be at this dinner and they do not want to be at this fucking family quote-unquote meeting or evening or whatever you want to just call it so yeah I don't know like I do understand the whole point, and and but yeah, but it just really obviously comes out to who you are. Of course, every situation is not suitable to choose your family. It's not suitable to choose your family in. Hmm, I don't know. If you meet your needs and focus on your principles, your life may have high quality. May not necessarily, but may. Identifying the important thing in your life is the first step to focus on those things. Yeah, Because if you just don't know what is important to you, then you also can't really focus on these things. Therefore, basic human needs to increase the quality of your life. Firstly, you have to fulfill your physical needs, the needs to live principle, uh, such as having food, shelter and good health. This is basically going to be about uh, the Maslowska principle. Um, pyramid of need and if you google it you will just know what i mean and and yeah on the very bottom we have shelter we have uh, all these physical things as well as sex as far as i remember and and food and water or just something to drink and all of these things and on the very just top things we're gonna have like self-fulfillment stuff and just being quite happy with yourself you know because um, and yeah, you know, first of all, you need those basic things so that you can actually get to the high things. Because if you're fucking hungry and fucked and thirsty, then you're probably not going to really be thinking about those high tier and high top things, unless you're used to it, just meaning intermittent fasting. But if you're just really, uh, I don't know, if you're really drained in energy due to you uh, fasting and or something else, I don't know, then I don't know. You're probably not going to be that ambitious about your fucking business or company. If, as I said, it is not about just something that that you're used to. Um, bu- 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 bu. Secondly, you should have the need to learn. Mentally means that being intellectually stimulated. Thirdly, it is a social principle and represents your need to love by having people you trust and care for. Finally, you have to fulfill your spirituality. Need to leave a legacy by having a sense of purpose in life, which I guess is actually kind of the most one of the most important things there. But anyway, if these needs are not met, do we experience stress, anxiety, or fear instead of happiness. For example, consider the difference between a homeless or lonely person and a healthy person with a meaningful purpose. The quality of life, whether it is whether it is low or high, depends on fulfilling these needs. Of course. And it is a cliché example, I guess, you know, there's going to be some people that are having lots and lots of fucking money, but they're still not fulfilled and they're still not happy because they haven't checked those boxes quite. You must focus on your principles to fulfill and balance your needs. Your principles are your inner compass, something that guides you in the direction you want to go in life. Although you can't stay connected to your principles, they must guide all your decisions. Also, you should consider that these principles might not bring immediate results always. For instance, you are a couch potato, but you want to be a marathon runner. You should follow your principles of dedication and good health for a long time, and you have to exercise and change your diet. Remember, nothing can happen overnight. You have to let your principles guide you. Therefore, you should use your principles to guide you while fulfilling your balancing and balancing your needs, as a result the quality of your life will be greater. To know where you're going, you need to develop a strong vision for the future. Which makes sense, but I, no. this is, I can go through it today. Uh, have you ever wondered how some people can easily decide while others have difficulty in taking decisions and considering alternatives? The ability to, t- to make decisions easily depends on how future-oriented you are. The best thing you can do for your future is having a clear vision to make a choice, to make choices easily, and improve your quality of life. You will be closer to your dreams as your desire to achieve is is strong, um, and as you don't prefer negative feelings such as fear or doubt. For instance, Getty's life was driven by his vision of having an egalitarian society. Here was a shy and nervous lawyer when he had to speak with the public before devoting himself to that goal. However, his social anxiety disappeared thanks to his desire to follow his dreams and vision. You never forget what you're fighting for when you face with, when you face with struggles as you have a future-oriented vision. Viktor Frankl, a famous Holocaust survivor, provides an extreme and poignant, poignant example uh, came from his observation. The Holocaust survivor's common characteristic was their sense of purpose for the future rather than their health, intelligence or family. He noted that, quote-unquote, they had a mission to perform some important work left to do. That desire gave them the strength to move on. So how do you develop a strong vision for the future? A good way is to write a personal mission statement for yourself. When you imagine yourself on your 80th birthday, what do you see? A big family or a successful business? What have you achieved by then? You can imagine what you want to achieve in your future to find the goals you need to focus or on in your future. Once you know what you want to achieve, start taking steps for it and don't waste your time with short-term unrelated concerns. You know what you want, so go ahead. Yes, uh, every day, small little steps as I'm doing. Every day, recording something. And every day, I'm actually progressing in, uh, I would actually say, public speaking. You know, I would actually... Argue that i've been able to get quite good at, at speaking and um at least in english and at least about those things that i'm just talking about um when it is well you know when i well okay when i know what i'm gonna talk about then i am also quite good in german but yeah i do think that i don't know like it did me some good i guess you know those two years of speaking every fucking single day on some days not that good, you know, due to my sore throat or something else, some other issues. But yeah, you know, small steps every single fucking day. And in 10 years, you're going to be a fucking amazed by what you have done. Probably. But it is going to take time and it is going to take time with quite everything. So um, this is indeed something to uh, really keep in mind, I would say. You know, it takes time. It's not going to be fast. Period. But yeah, I... Um, I would argue that I'm going to end the episode there. So I wish you the best health of happiness and all success. And also hope that you're going to remind yourself that you're going to be remembered. Which basically means your legacy. And basically means just being a nice person. And then being remembered as a nice person. Which is a pretty fucking cool thing. So yeah. Three other questions that I'm having for you are. Why are you here? What are you trying to change? And what is bothering you the most These three questions? I hope they're going to show you your purpose. And maybe even a business city, Which is a pretty fucking cool thing. One other question that I'm having for you is. What could you say and uh, what could you say that it is going to just really change somebody's life? Because I totally believe that we all can say something that is indeed going to change somebody's life. So yeah, think about it and uh, please stay healthy and safe. And I also hope that your family is healthy and safe and is going to stay so as well. And yeah, going to see you the next time. Bye bye and thank you.